1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin
0: and Nate Reyes. It all starts
1: right now.
0: Ooh, welcome back to the 3 Take, presented by SeatGeek. This is episode 375. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin. I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. Hello. Hi. Hello, I would love to take like the, is it the mean, is it the average, the median of our, I I tapered off with math about middle school after that, it was just a mess. So I I couldn't tell you, take the average of our Monday Mm -hmm. vibes and our Thursday vibes Yeah. Do a little compare and contrast of the 375 that we've done.
1: I I think, look, I mean, we're we're just like everyone else. Yeah. I think if you take the vibes of the median, mean, middle, average of everyone's vibe from Monday to Thursday, I think you'll see, (laughs) you'll see a big difference.
0: Does the, well, I say that this could be considered a little bit different of a Monday across baseball. We're right. on the eve of the trade deadline. Does that does that do anything for you or does the fact that you told me before we got on to this very recording that the Yankees should just sell everyone play into the fact that maybe this trade line this trade deadline doesn't do it uh do it for you?
1: I'm just going to get this out of the way cuz no one uh, no one wants right, to let, talk or listen about the Yankees. So, and that's fair. Understandable. Sure. Uh it's done. This is done. I said it last episode. This weekend was was it? It was it was going to define what the rest of the season was going to look like because it was going to define what the trade deadline was going to look like. And Once again, you see Yankees front office sitting back and letting guys go places that probably would have helped the Yankees quite a bit. And they're just sitting back. Meanwhile, I said, you need two out of three against the O's. If you lose two out of three, but you're going down swinging, I understand. Yesterday, Sunday, was a joke. It was a joke. Season on the line, in my mind.
0: Severino. Severino.
1: Is it, he looks,
0: okay, that's, whoever's running the soundboard needs to chill.
1: Severino's trash. Come on now. Severino's done. And when you look at like a eight ERA, I think I saw something the other day through 15 starts. It is the worst ERA in the history of any Yankee starter. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs)
0: So, yo, chill on the soundboard, please. That's all I'm asking. Done. Come on. Show some respect. Done. Done. Aaron
1: Judge sits. That's the message you put out. You're you're playing against the, the best team in the division. You're fighting for a chance before a deadline deal. And your captain, who says he's healthy enough to play, has to sit out in a must-win game. The immediate six runs in the first inning, just a punch in the face. It was done. You laid down.
0: What was so it? So I'm six, over it. Was it six before the first out had been recorded, and then something like that. seven on the inning, something like that. I don't know. Yikes! It's just bad, dude. So
1: like it again. Like I, I just, I don't understand. I'm, I'm very confused. So why buy? Why buy anybody? You mentioned that we've heard reports them being interested in Dylan Carlson. Who cares? Why? For what? Sell everyone. I don't understand. Sell Glaber. Sell Luis Severino. Sell Clay Holmes. Sell Aaron Judge. No. But it is what it is, dude. I I don't know. I got nothing left. I'm all done. I'm all out. Yankees are done. The season's over. And it's not like uh I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not me. I am no, sorry. Hate.
1: This is full on I'm hate. I'm
0: sorry. sorry. I don't Especially know who's long doing this lasts. I'm looking at the soundboard right now and it says there's another 20 seconds of this, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna call it. That was that I was rude. You.
1: Yep, I hate you. No, that was um come on. Yeah, dude. All done. All done. And that's not like me being like a dramatic thing. This is me. Like, I think I realistically held on as long as I could.
0: I think you, yeah, I think you held on a, a very respectable amount.
1: Yeah. now it's just, it's dead. Season's done. Whatever this organization is doing is, is it, there needs to be an extreme change of direction.
0: Testing my patience today. That wasn't even a relevant I don't think sound it was effect. At all. So yeah. we, I don't, must be bugging out. I don't know what's going on. Let's get these vibes back up, shall we? It, you, you look like you need a pick me up. I need a pick me up.
1: I could have got through that ninety seconds quicker. Sooner. I think we
0: all need a pick me up after yeah. after this weekend. Was it? Hey, before we serious question before we get into the weekend series results, news and notes, uh. Was it any cooler out there this weekend? It was cooler out here. Like at least uh, yesterday, maybe the day before. I was just curious. Uh, no. I
1: mean, what, after 105, it's all the same. You just don't go out there.
0: Man. I, sorry. I was trying to find some positivity there and came up empty. So with that said, let's uh, let's get into the weekend series results. Blue Jays over the Angels. Look, this was my weekend series to watch, if you recall. Um, I said, I want to see how the angels respond in their first full series after declaring that they're holding on to Shohei. They dropped the series, but I was able to watch. It wasn't like, sure, you would have loved to have gone up there and and gotten the series dub, but it, it wasn't anything that would warrant like raising any alarms or anything. Like, sure, uh with the runners in scoring position yesterday I think they were like one for 6000 but it's one game you know it, it happens uh but they did they did get the the win on Sunday in spite of that um Springer however have you have you heard about George Springer? I've heard of him but have you heard about him as of late not doing uh, George Springer things finished a day over five on Sunday and is now hitless in his last 29 abs. Uh, cool. cool. Pi- Pirates over the Phillies. Pirates dropped the Phillies on Sunday with a walk-off home run from Josh Palacios to clinch the series. By the way, first Pirates player to hit a walk-off home run on his birthday. I find that a little hard to believe. I mean, the Pirates have been around for a minute. You're telling me not a single guy's hit weird. a walk-off on his birthday. Not a ton of dubs
1: happening lately but fair i didn't i saw the celebration i it didn't fire me up that much i felt like i think the guy that hits the home run i don't think he should be more excited than than the rest of his teammates and that's yeah that's what not it a good look like did you notice that i did yeah it was not a good look brian reynolds just like standing there waiting for a high five for 45
0: seconds not moving all not right smiling let's get, get these weird. vibes up let's get this these vibes weird. up come on let's see all right let's see which of these series will get the vibes up Oh, I I know one that I know one that'll get the vibes up for Nate. Not this one. Braves sweep the Brewers. Braves scored 29 runs to knock the Brewers to second in the Central. Uh 29 runs over the course of the weekend, of course. Sure. Uh Mets take 3 of 4 from the Nationals. Justin Verlander gets his 250th career win on Sunday. Marlins over the Tigers. The series win was the Marlins' first since the All-Star break. The Marlins uh Came out of the break and lost eight straight. Uh, but they have since won four of their last six. So things maybe turn around in Miami a little bit. Uh, Rays over the Astros. Astros scored 22 runs in the series, including 17 in Saturday's win, but dropped Sunday's rubber match mm. by a score of 8-2. to two. Mm. That Saturday game... Slugfest, dude. Well purely for the um for the Astros. I are we worried about are we worried about the Rays? I I've
1: been saying this since March. <laughs> I've been saying this the whole time. I mean everyone was freaking out about the first 2 months being like, "Oh, the Rays going to win 120 games." Shut up. That's not what this team does.
0: I did hear I heard a take on MLB Network today. They were talking about it and I it may have been was it joel sherman he if it wasn't i apologize joel but i believe it was joel and he was talking about he's like you know the razor team like you were just saying nate he was like the razor team where at the start of the season we're asking if they're going to win 110 games now Mm -hmm. we're wondering if they're going to miss out on one of the three wild card spots i'm like joel joel chill chill, come come on i'm not saying that yeah like we're not we're just saying they're not going to be setting any win total records this year but right like Let's, let's, you know, pump the brakes just a tad, Joel.
1: That's what I was Uh, trying to say. I've been saying this, like like the Rays are good, but they're not, sorry. They're not what you think they're going to be. Like it's, it's, it's kind of like the Yankees last year. You remember like the Yankees took off last year and they were like dominant for like 60, 70 games. And then you know, kind of fell back down to earth. So that's why baseball is a long season. Um, and I don't know. It's just like the, the Rays to me, they, they don't have a lot of depth, you know, they don't have a lot of depth. So I think they got it. They got to make some moves today, right? Today and tomorrow. They got to today, tomorrow
0: filling some cracks, which perfect reminder. I don't, I know people listening that have been listening to us for years know what I'm about to say. I don't like having to say this every episode this time of the year, but yeah. it's, it's worth repeating. We're at that point in the year where trades could go down during the recording. Trades could go down five minutes after the recording. Trades could go down later tonight, and then people will get around to listen to the episode. They're like, bro, how did you not include this blockbuster deal for charlie charlie culbertson as a free agent for shohei otani i'm like well I, I don't know that first of all didn't happen what a but deal. second of all there's nothing that we can do once we hit stop on the recording like once we do that's it like if it happens 30 seconds or 30 hours after the recording nothing we can so do much it. she can do sorry about it um where are we at here? Oh, this was the this was the series that I think I think they'll get to vibes up. This one the Royals. The Royals sweep the twins. Love that. The fraudulent twins. I love it. Sweep that fraudulent organization, Royals. The twins were outscored twenty to thirteen by let me check here. Stand by. Just a little check. Yes, still the second worst team in baseball. So, you know, you got the Twins out here trying to hang on to first in the division. By the way, they're a game over 500. Trying to (laughs) stave off the Guardians who are at 500 in second place. They're only half a game back. And then you go out and get swept by the Royals. Like, look, a season's not made or broken in a single series, but... This one this one was awfully telling. Uh the Guardians split a four gamer with the White Sox. Terry Francona, Terry Francona gets his one thousand nine hundred and twenty-seventh win on Sunday, breaking a tie with Casey Stengel for thirteenth all time.
1: I would say he's that's among, pretty good.
0: Yeah, I'd say he's among elite company. Yeah. Old Tito. Uh, Cubs take three or four from the Cardinals. Cubs win eight straight before dropping the series finale to the Cardinals on Sunday. Uh, A's over the Rockies. I have nothing to say about that series. Giants mm. over the Red Sox. Giants walk off in back-to-back games to take the series. Mm. Uh, first home series win against the Red Sox since 2004. Whoa! I think we all remember what happened in 2004. So if you're a Red Sox fan like myself, maybe you're a little, maybe you're okay with this happening.
1: Yeah. That's
0: true. Just something to think about. This is all in the vein of me just trying to find good thoughts, good vibes. Yeah, silver linings. Spin zone here. Uh, yeah, silver linings. Reds over the Dodgers. Reds claim sole possession of first place in the National League Central. Reds. Uh, it's worth noting the Reds won their home and road series against the Dodgers this year. So yeah, that's big time. Good for the Reds. Mariners over the D-backs, D-backs fall to, I don't want to say it after all the, after all the, I know hyping up we were doing in the D-backs, I know, oh, this is the team we're going to ride with in the second half. I don't think anybody's riding with the D-backs at this point in time. What the heck, man. I'm not jumping off yet, but like
1: it's getting a little, we're going to have
0: to clean up our act a little bit out little, there and yeah, it's... out there in Phoenix. D-backs fall to 7 and 16 in the month of July. Mm, mm, mm. Another uh, another outcome that might surprise you, Padres swept the Rangers. That is pretty surprising. So was it last week? I believe it was last week where I said I'm I'm about to Mets the Padres. They said, "Okay, we heard you loud and clear. Just do
1: it." it there's still two games under 500.
0: Met him, met him up. You've been meted. You've been meted. Padres' current three-game win streak for—I tell you what—for a team that both of us had in the had winning the World Series, mm-hmm. the fact that their current three-game win streak matches their season best. Does not do that argument any favors at all.
1: I don't want to talk about that anymore. I don't think we should bring it up
0: anymore. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's it. That's, that's so the last ugly. time I'm bringing it up. That's, so that's the last ugly. time I'm bringing it up. If you want to, if you want to roast us about our Padres take, you're gonna have to dig up the the receipts from back in get through the archives back in February March because you're not hearing it from us anymore. All right. Uh, and lastly, here as Nate alluded to. Uh Orioles over the Yankees. Orioles walk off the Yankees on Friday by a score, I believe, of one to nothing, correct? Santander walk off.
1: It well, was a heck of a game.
0: One nothing, right? Heck of a game. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's impressive. Uh and then they take the rubber match in convincing fashion on Sunday night baseball to take the series. Um, all right, let's get into some trades. Still You wanna start with uh you wanna start with the big one? You know, I have a pro. i I'll be honest with you. I have a, I have a problem calling this the big one. And like you texted me before we got on and you're like, what's like, is there a move in particular you want to kind of make the, the headliner or is there anything in particular you want to focus on? And I'll be honest. It took me a second to think. I'm like, Max Scherzer, I guess.
1: Yeah. It but doesn't I, feel that spicy, does I
0: it? Don't. I don't. I really don't. Like, maybe prior to this year, sure. But I, have we finally reached the point in time with Max Scherzer where it's just it's losing its luster a little bit? Not to take anything away from his career, but at this point in time, this version, this current version of Max Scherzer, does it... I don't know if it warrants the same kind of attention. I mean, it... Based on what we've seen since our last recording, I think by default he's going to be our, our headliner, sure. But I don't know, man. Uh,
1: in Mike Maddox, I I believe, I think there. Um, I think he's just like he's a wizard when it comes to pitchers. I would go ahead and assume the pitch clock has really kind of messed with Max I mean he was complaining about it the most I feel like he was the loudest about it you know we talked about it all all spring training and it's tough man like when you have a Hall of Fame career in your way like you've been doing it your way and then for that way to be altered yeah it makes sense I I think I think the Mets are smart for moving them
0: yeah I agree
1: because, like, we talked about the age, like, maybe there is just like we're at that point with decline. Um, I honestly, I like the I like it on both sides. Like, I like the Rangers saying, like, well, you know, we have the best pitching coach in baseball, let's bring him in and see if we can squeeze something out of him. And at like worst case scenario, you still have a lot of depth. You look at the rotation. Win healthy, like Ivaldi's going to come back. Dane Dunning has ti- has looked really
0: good. The timing with Ivaldi certainly, th- this move certainly helped with that. With that news, for like, sure. Regar- regardless how we feel about Scherzer, don't have to rush this back. this first half. Yeah. yeah,
1: like get get right before you're coming back. Um, we're gonna talk about it here in a sec, but Jordan Montgomery coming in. And then, like you have this fifth spot that you can just rotate through guys: Andrew Heaney, John Gray, Martín Pérez. Like, what? It's it's your call. Like, talk about depth, dude. Talk about. Think about the postseason and having like, one of those guys fall into like that long relief role, you know, where if you're wanting to bring back a Scherzer or an Ivaldi on short days rest it's just like they're doing the right stuff and you have like a a safety net if one of those guys like Martin Perez looks like he's not what he was started the year off good I think and then just kind of yeah yeah fizzled same with Heaney John Gray's looked off and on but pretty good yeah dude you just have options and you have depth, and you have like the ability to manage innings the rest of the way out. So I don't, I don't mind it. But yeah, I think the Mets are smart for moving on from Scherzer. Um And it was like an excellent point of what they were talking about on LV Network. I think like yes, it's an underwhelming year. Yes, it's a disappointing year for the Mets. But for Cohen, like he's trying to. He spent all this money, which he doesn't care about. Like, it's a loss, whatever. You know, you spend the payroll, you don't get it. I don't think he cares as much as everyone else cares. But you get little Acuna in the deal. Yeah. Little bro Acuna is raking and said to have a similar skill set. So it's like, you sign this guy, you spend a ton of money, and you're you're getting farm back. So I don't hate it.
0: I don't hate it. I think it's something that could pan out in a few years. And you know, honestly, good on Steve Cohen and the front office as a whole. Whoever else is involved in this decision, I'm sure it's not just one or two people. But you know, good on them for like as much as as much as we hate on the Mets for just the way they get in their own way all the time. Yeah. We're looking at other teams around the league that we're like pseudo fans of where we're looking at the way they handle moves like this or personnel like this. And they, we talk about it with the Yankees, maybe even the Padres time will tell the fact that Steve Cohen can look at a guy like Max Scherz and be like, you know what? I invested a lot into this guy. Didn't mm-hmm. pan out. Yeah. On to the next one. Yeah. Like good for the Mets for being right. able to pull that trigger instead of just like sitting on it and be like, well, let's just take you know, this year this just wasn't our year. Like the division was was a challenge. Let's see if we can try our luck again next year with this same court. Like, no. Good on the Mets for getting him out and getting what you could in return for him.
1: Yeah, and like the amount of money he has as a Mets fan, you I think you gotta have some relief in being like Hey, like they're going to do this every year. They're going to spend money every year. Right. Doesn't work? Cool. Doesn't work. Move on. And then, like, if you continue to do this with free agents and if you're willing to pay top dollar for it, this is the safety net, right? You have an off year, you sell those pieces, you get farm. Farm's getting built. So you see what the Dodgers, right? Like, the Dodgers do that spend a ton of free agent money, build the farm. Something's going to pan out, right? Either those old guys at the big league level are going to get it done, or your farm's going to grow, and then you have pieces to move, or you have pieces to build and bring up. I think it's smart business.
0: Speaking of business, the Rangers will pay Scherzer $22.5 million uh, he did opt in to the 2024 season, by the way, like a, mm-hmm. as a part of Saw this, uh, this agreement. And so the pay, the Rangers will pay a 22 and a half and the Mets will cover more than 35 million of the remaining terms.
1: Yeah. Rangers side of things. Good,
0: good job. Like, why not looking like, I, well, I hate to call it like a buy low scenario. Cause we're talking about Max Scherzer here, but like, I don't know. Like, yeah. given given Scherzer's career, is it could you consider this like a buy low situation where, like you're saying, bring him over, bring get him and Mike Maddox in the same room and say, let's see if we can we can tap into that vintage Scherzer a little bit.
1: I want to see. I'm trying to see what do you have. By chance where little acuna ranks amongst amongst Um, prospects like in the top 100 if he is in the top 100 it's i i saw that it's the rangers third was their third top prospect
0: yeah he'll be i mean he'll be among the top for new york he was he was playing in double a Was hitting 315 with seven bombs, 51 ribbies, and had 42 (laughs) 42 stolen bases in 82 games. Lord. Yeah. That sounds very, very uh, Ronald esque. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would say that's a little bit of a buy low, I guess. Like if Max was having a good year, I don't think he'd go one for one.
0: Right, uh, which is what I'm saying. Like the price tag and, is much and have higher have the contract eaten. You yeah. know, yeah, which is my point. Like you're you're getting them for a one for one. Yeah, eating a little bit of the contract, but like the the price tag is a lot higher if he's having right. You could say anywhere like remotely close to what he's capable of. Looking at the last two years though with the Mets for Scherzer, 2022, he was 11 and five. Uh to this point leading up to the trade was nine and four. Twenty twenty-two ERA was two two nine. This year he's got a four oh one. Uh he had thrown hundred and forty-five and a third last year, uh up to one oh seven and two-thirds. His cade per nine are down from a ten point seven to a ten point one. Whip is up from a 0.91 to a one point one nine. And home runs allowed, I believe, league leading uh, last year was 13, is up to 23. Hmm. Hmm. So. Yeah, I don't know, man.
1: Like, if you're the Rangers, like, it's in there. And just keep continue to feed the fire,
0: right? Feed the hype. So I'm all right you, with it. You think Rangers fans are excited about this? Like, genuine question. I'm not trying to be like facetious. Like, do you, when you, if you're a Rangers fan and you see this news come through, like, sure, you're not like, you're not like angry. You're not like, why did we get this guy? Yeah. But are you like, is, is there any like level of hype there if you're a Rangers fan? Or are you just looking at this as like a wait and see kind of deal?
1: If DeGrom would have stayed healthy. You know, but I think yeah. there's probably yeah. a little bit yeah. of like this reluctancy to to fully hop on the excitement train. Sure. It's like a cautious excitement.
0: I like that. Yeah. Cautious yeah, okay. excitement. That's fair. But I mean, the um, team's
1: good enough to to wear like it. Even if even if you continue to get this Max Scherzer, like this year's version of Max Scherzer. I think you're still OK. Because you're Look not bringing him in without- as like the ace, right? Like you're you're bringing him in like, arguably as the number two.
0: I mean, if you have to, if if things just plummet for Max Scherzer, if you have to drop him to like your number five starter, worst case, right? You still have Max Scherzer as your number five starter. That's not yeah. going to happen. But like, just think of like. Think of the worst possible scenario with Max Scherzer, and it's still you're you're probably still going to be able to salvage, yeah, whatever you're pushing for.
1: Bro knows how to pitch in the postseason too. So,
0: well, minus last yeah. last year against the Padres, but yeah, yeah, that's just I think that's just the Mets
1: getting away from that organization has to be good for the psyche.
0: That'll help anybody. Speaking of which, no no trade. News to report on, but on that note, before we move on, Justin Verlander wanting to hear from the front office what their goal is for next year before he Mm kind of decides how open he is or how not open he is to a trade. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Tough for that report to become public. Yeah, you know, you would you would hope that that statement would stay behind closed doors. But I agree. I don't disagree with what he's saying. You know, like I came here with this goal in mind. Now you're selling. Let me just check in. Are you guys, I mean, what do you think? Then that goes back to my last statement. Like, I don't think, I don't think Cohen is just going to willingly rebuild in his second
0: year with the team. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Billy Epler came out and said, this isn't a rebuild, which I, I, Again, hate the Mets, but I can agree with that statement. Like you yeah. shipping off half of a season of of or the remainder of the season of Max Scherzer. Yeah. Like you're not you're not really losing out anything there. And right. 2024 Max Scherzer as well. But like you you're okay. Like it if he does if he pitches well for you, that's great, but like what you are getting from him this year if you decide that at this point in time that it's better to just go your separate ways you're still going to be okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. All the upside there is with the Rangers. Like at the, like we just talked about if The Rangers can get like any semblance of vintage Max Scherzer. Then they're in a great spot, but like what he was doing for the Mets and it didn't really seem like there was any signs pointing to him, turning it around.
1: Right. Then you got a top five prospect in return. Yeah. So from what it sounds like, they'd be willing to move if, if, the roles are reversed next year. If they're in a buying situation at the deadline, now they have prospects to move. I, I, yeah. I mean, I think if you're Justin Verlander, like I I like the conversation, I, I can respect the conversation. Would have appreciated it to stay out of the news. But at the same time, you got to be like, yeah, the Stevie Cohen's going to do what Stevie Cohen needs to do you know he's he's going to be in the same position he's probably going to go wild on free agents this offseason too
0: yeah i mean I, th- I think if if you're a mets fan and you and you think about this situation for like more than half a second you can assume that steve cohen and company would like to compete next year and contend but because this is now this conversation has become public, this stance from Verlander's become yeah. public. Now it puts that like public pressure on you. Yeah. For sure. To where it's like, okay, well now well, like we're the Mets. We've spent all this money. We can't just say like, well, we're gonna be like we're gonna test the waters a little bit, see how it goes next year. Now you yeah. essentially have to come out and be like, Well, we're the Mets, we're gonna compete every year, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. Do you think he stays? Um yeah, I don't know, man. Watching some of the, the post-game pressers with Scherzer, he's, he just looked like he was fed up. Like he yeah. he just, didn't, it didn't seem like, I mean, I can't speak to when he first signed the deal and like last year uh, or when he, he got sent over and he was throwing well, I can't speak to that. But like recently as the struggles have continued to mount up a little bit, it's just becoming more apparent that like this was not the place that he wanted to be uh Verlander however seems a little bit more open to like I've I've heard the words committed thrown around Mm -hmm. championship blah 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 so I think I would say the percentage like before the Scherzer deal if you were to ask like who's more likely to stay at like personally between the two I think like if you were to ask both of them I think Verlander is going to tell you like yeah like yeah I'll be more inclined to stick around I just need to have the right conversations hear the right kind of things and I think come August second, again this could change in the next twenty four hours, but I, I I think he'll still be there. Me too. Me
1: too. You got plenty uh, of other dudes like Tommy Fam, and and uh, crap, what's his name? Why am I forgetting it? Former A left fielder Marcana. Oh yeah, yeah. Sarla Marte. Move those guys you got pieces you can get you can get something back let your young guys come up play get the get the fan base excited about what your future may hold Mm -hmm. with the younger guys like it let go a buck this offseason that's coming right i mean i think we yeah buck's gonna go
0: yeah not necessarily because of like because it's any one fault of his necessarily. I no, think it just doesn't,
1: doesn't work. Doesn't he's do. just
0: the next victim of the machine where it's yeah. like, Hey, look, man, we respect what you've done. We gave it a shot, but this isn't work. the fit. We're clean slate,
1: start one. over. And like, uh, how many, how many fans? And I get like the frustration of Mets fans for it being forever since they've won. But like how many fan bases would kill for this situation for a team that would clean slate, willing sure. to assess, in the middle of the season and then clean slate in the off season. I think that's what they're going to do.
0: Yeah. Um, we touched on a little bit, Jordan Montgomery, uh, he's coming over to Texas as well as uh, reliever, Chris Stratton from the Cardinals. Um, yeah, just talking more about adding, adding depth. Yeah. At the arm level. Um, He was probably, of like the non-big names, a la Scherzer, Verlander, guys like that, he's probably one of, would would you say, was probably one of the more desired arms that were available that was within reason for a larger plethora of teams. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because it's depth. And it's like proven depth.
0: You know, it's affordable depth too. Yeah,
1: true. So I like it. I mean, I, um, you know, I got to watch Monty quite a bit being a Yankee, but yeah, it's just one of those guys that'll, I I don't know. I mean, you could, you could hate him. He could give you a couple of performances where you're like, what is this? And then sometimes he'll go out there and dice but that's kind of what you have for a 3-4 starter. That's that's what it is. That's what every 3-4 starter is. You're not going to have five dominant arms. You're going to have guys that are a little bit of a question mark at times. And for the limited options out there,
0: yeah, this was a good move. I know it's I know it's kind of a silly approach to thinking about things this way, but Like, every year that I play fantasy baseball, I get more into the mindset of when it comes time to the deadline, thinking about, like, what would this look like on a fantasy game log? Like, is Jordan Montgomery going to be the – which I think he will. Is Jordan Jordan Montgomery is going to be the guy that he he could go out there and give you 20, 25 points, maybe back-to-back starts, but then that third start, he's going to give you, like, a negative 10, negative 15 just because he doesn't have it that day. True. So – that's what you're getting from you get a guy like Jordan Montgomery, but yeah. be, like we talked about because they have they're adding they're adding that depth. You can afford you can afford an outing like that from time to time, but he's going to give you those good starts more than likely that uh will help you get to where you're going to. Uh Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly heading to the Dodgers while well, Joe Kelly returning to the Dodgers, which I have to say I saw his uh re-debut for the Dodgers, if you will. And it just felt right. Like lot disregard of disregard like the the performance itself. I'm saying just like the the vibes in the park, the the entrance in, it just felt right.
1: Isn't it funny how like Lance Lynn seemed to be like the headliner name to that deal, and Joe Kelly was the afterthought. Yeah. But it's funny that like Angels fans, in my mind, are more excited about. I could be wrong, but I, it Dodgers seems fans. like they're more yeah Dodgers fans yeah. more yeah, excited
0: yeah. about Joe Kelly
1: than Lance Lynn.
0: The combo, I would say, the combo of Kike and, and Joe Kelly, yeah, probably more exciting for Dodgers fans than yeah. than your headliner, which, yeah. I mean. I could understand. I, I think a lot of the talk around Lance Lynn at the deadline was very much like heavily based in what he has in there, what he's capable of doing and yeah. less of what he's, because we've seen it. Did like, we this just, year...
1: we just saw like 17 strikeouts from him. Not too, yeah, not too long ago.
0: It's been a weird first half for Lance Lynn, but like all in all has not had a great, uh, first half and some change. No. So I can understand why maybe the excitement isn't fully there for for Dodgers fans. But I mean, at the end of the day, you needed you needed rotation help, and mm-hmm. if he gives you like like we just talked about, if he gives you like those Montgomery-esque numbers, a couple good starts here and there, maybe you have to yeah. bite the bullet on a on a bad outing occasionally. I mean, that's that's pitching, that's baseball. But I think if he can tap into, if if he can channel what was being said about him in terms of the market as we approached that trade happening, which all in all I think we're, were pretty good things said about him, what he's capable of doing. If he can channel that, Dodgers would be in a good spot with that uh, rotation help. So they're not done though, right? I
1: know there's not like a ton of arms out there to go and get. But I don't think they're done. I I can see like a just just a, a buy low scenario with Jack Flaherty too, like the same yeah, yeah same mentality. Lance Lynn, like hey maybe we can change him. You know it's like those relationships, like when women are like, I can change him, I can fix him. I think that's the way the Dodgers are gonna look at it. Go go get Jack Flaherty, bring him in, change one of the two, and I would consider that a successful
0: deadline. I think that was actually. I was trying to rack my brain, like right as I hit record, because I wanted to, off the top, share the name that I thought could potentially go, either like during this recording or like maybe a mm-hmm. couple hours following. Yeah, and I I feel like that could be that he could be a guy that goes today. I like it, because it's not like. It's not it's not so big of a name that you got to run this right up to like the, the final seconds of the deadline, mm-hmm. but it's like big enough to where he made it to the eve of the deadline to where it's like, okay, yeah. there's been a number of conversations going yeah. on. It's time to just pull the trigger on one of these and, and, and move on.
1: Yeah. Things I, I, it's limited. Options are limited. You know what I mean? That too. Yeah. Like there's not a ton out there, especially with Cubs no longer selling and, and holding on to Stroman, potentially. Yeah, like you're just there's there's only so many names. So, I, it's same thing, dude. Like Jack Flaherty's shown glances, hints, little sprinkles of of good. Yeah, give him a new place.
0: Um. A teammate of Jack Flaherty's, Jordan Hicks, is going to Toronto, I like and he that was move. he was added a day after they put Jordan Romano on the IL. So, a lot of a lot of good timing moves for yeah. for these teams that are that are buying, which I'm a fan of. Yeah, it's not that they're necessarily buying out of. Um, out of abundance or they're trying to just double down. They're being very strategic. I feel like mm. with some of these moves and they're, they're filling holes that, I mean, it's unfortunate that some of these injuries are, are, are occurring. Sure. But like the timing of them, you could argue like couldn't it have been, couldn't it have been like better off? I mean, it gives you it was- just enough time to pull the trigger on, on some, uh, mid-tier moves
1: yeah i thought it was funny like i got an, a little notification update saying yankees are very interested in dylan carlson and jordan hicks not five minutes later blue jays trade for jordan hicks and i'm like yeah. that's just how it goes uh yeah i agree it's good timing get romano back talking about in 8 uh, seven eight nine that could be very very solid um the um, Simber, and then uh, Swanson. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, there's yeah. some depth yeah. back there. Yeah. So, and that's what you'll need because it, I it doesn't seem like they're able to add to the rotation. But at the same time, like Manoa, kind of seems like he's somewhat back enough the Rios? to be. Yeah. Like th- there's guys that like enough to give you a chance. Everything's got to go right for the Blue Jays in the postseason, or coming down the stretch into the postseason. So I like it. It didn't seem like a super expensive move either. I didn't see who was going in return, but
0: uh Blue Jays are sending a pair of minor league right handers to St. Louis. Twenty-one year old Sem Reberse. How would sure. you spell how would you say that? R-O-B-B-E-R-S-E. Roberse. Reberse. Yeah, I like Reberse. Rebursay. Sem Reburse and 22-year-old Adam kloffenstein eh. I don't know. That's if, a tough one. Yeah, I don't know if that name's got enough juice to stick yeah, around. Let's
1: go Kloffenstein.
0: Yeah, I don't like it. Both double-A guys. Rebursay was ranked the 10th best prospect in Toronto's system before the season. So that's worth noting. Uh, Hicks, on the other hand... Through At the time of the deal, 41 and two-thirds innings had struck out 59 and had allowed just two home runs uh, with eight saves. And I think we all know this already, but it's worth sharing again. Uh, Among pitchers who have thrown at least 40 innings, his 101-mile-an-hour average fastball is second in the major leagues behind only Minnesota's Johan Duran. Mm. He's got juice. He's got the juice. Uh another reliever David Robertson or I'll give him the respect he's due closer uh traded to the Marlins posted a 205 again at the at the time of the deal a 205 ERA over 44 innings struck out 48 with 14 saves. Uh he will now be alongside recent addition Jorge Lopez. I like in a it. move in a move that I was going to say that. I think that I think you like, yeah, I like it. I like the Marlins doing that.
1: And wasn't the Robertson deal like on Thursday or Friday.
0: E- yeah, I think so.
1: I love it because like, I think there's, there's like these group group of teams and not sure what they are. Not sure like how much they should buy. And you see a lot of these teams probably waiting until, like, the final hours of the deadline. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Kimming and the Marlins were just like, nah, let's go get them now. Like, let's Early. go get yeah. some of these twinier guys that, like, you know, there could could have a lot of teams interested. Let's just go get them now. So I'm a fan, and I'm hearing reports that they're, like, really, really, really into Glaber Torres. Yeah. So I think they're trying to get stuff done. I think
0: they're trying to go. So I'm here for it. Let's go Marlins. I mean, it's uh, the butterfly effect is in full effect here because this was the move that really set off Max Scherzer. Like you go back and listen to him, and he was not happy when mm-hmm. when the Mets shipped off Robertson because he's like, "Okay, you're you're sending away our closer." I I wasn't thrilled with that response from Scherzer because I'm like, dude, read the room. Like yeah. this isn't this isn't the you're not Devin Williams in the Brewers clubhouse post Josh Hader trade here. Yeah, like th- yeah. that's not the kind of situation you're in. You guys are toast. The year's over. Your yeah. your front office is already clearly already looking forward, or uh, looking ahead rather to next year. Like just save the antics. No, was, like
1: was it Canna's comments? I, I thought he had the best response to it. He's like, "Well, we should have played better in the first half, so we were buyers instead of sellers." Like that's, that's a man that gets it. That's a man that understands. So yeah. And a thousand percent agree, but it's not like, I mean, nothing against David Robertson's been all over the place. You know what I mean? Like he's been in a lot of different clubhouses, so it's not like you're trading, like you said, Josh Hader or Mo (laughs) like you're, you're trading a guy that has been moved and dealt before. So, right. Right. But yeah, I think it's, I think it's a good ad. For the Marlins. I, I I like what they're doing, dude. I think they're trying stuff and they're doing
0: stuff on, they're balling on a budget. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kendall Graveman going back to Houston. A lot of, uh, I was listening to it on MLB network today. They made a good point about how like it's been a theme of this deadline. And let me pull up. Cause I want to make sure I remember bringing you so, guys back. Yeah, reunions. You got Joe Kelly going to the Do- going back to Dodgers. You got Kike going back to the Dodgers. You got Randall Gritchik going to the Angels. CJ Crone going to the Angels, which we'll get into those. And then Kendall Graven going back to Houston. So a lot of guys returning uh to their their former clubs. And I would like I would like to think if you're a guy going back and you've got the skill set worthy of being like dealt to a contender, that that would only, it would only to me expedite getting the ball moving. Like Mm -hmm. if you're like, if you're the Astros and you're trying to get things going a little bit and you bring back a guy like Kendall Graven, not to say that he's going to be the guy to do it. Yeah. But as the wheels of this train are starting to move, you'd like to think that they're going to start moving a little quicker because there's less of an there's less of an onboarding process for a guy like this because he's already familiar with the team he's already familiar with the guys that are in that clubhouse and you can just start to gel start to mesh that much or regel remesh that much quicker and yeah. and get the get the train moving
1: i don't think they're done i think they're going to make a splash uh, i i believe they will i think they're going to make a splash I I I could I could see something juicy for the Astros. I don't know why. I feel like a Luis Robert could happen.
0: White report came out today. Said all White Sox are, which that was a a bizarre report to come through. Now all of a sudden, after the weekend, uh, now everybody's on the table. Apparently, I don't know. Like
1: this weekend was really going to alter the course of your season.
0: Yeah, like you split a series. It, you, it, like if you got a sweep, were you hanging on to Cease and, yeah, and Robert? Like yeah, exactly. Uh, nope, we we split. I have yeah. no interest in in protecting these guys anymore. Everybody's yeah. on the table. That doesn't I can make see, any sense. I can see
1: Luis going. I hate how much I like
0: that fit. I know. I know. <laughs> like, they bugs oh, me him, too, but. Get him in there with Jordan. Oh, oh boy. Baby. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
1: I, could, I don't know why. It just seems like that could happen. Also, Lu- Eloy has kind of like heated up since he's been back. So I think he's hitting pretty well. I think he's hitting like 270, 280. Had, had some occasional bombs mixed in.
0: I can I mean, see him saying, going somewhere. I mean, if they're saying Luis and, and Cease are on the table. the is definitely on the table. Yeah. <laughs> Eloy's. If they're even remotely considering shipping them off. Consider Eloy already gone.
1: Do you think if they do Luis, there's going to be like a sweetener, right? Like somebody they're tired of dealing with? The White Sox? Hmm.
0: Who do they have? Hold on. I got. I want to look this up. Do you think what? Kopech is kind of a, a sweetener?
1: Or is he still too young to give up on?
0: Yeah, I mean, who, who? Uh, let's see here. He. What even is the the situation behind the plate for the Astros? I'm drawing a blank right now. Let's pull it up.
1: Astro's roster. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, Maldonado. Maldonado, of of course. course, And then Diaz. I don't know how much time he's gotten. You think like a
0: grand doll
1: would be the sweetener?
0: No, I mean, I don't know how much of a sweetener you'd really need. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not. I don't think sweetener is the right word. It's more of Not like necessarily
1: take- a sweetener for the Astros. I think it's more alongside of like the the White Sox getting rid of someone. baggage. Yeah, like yeah. they're trying to get rid of baggage in that. I gotta see what Kopech has. I feel like he's still under
0: control. Yeah, I don't know if I don't I don't know if they get rid of Kopek. Oh yeah, he's
1: still he's still under control till he's got two more years of arb left.
0: I mean, you're either gonna trade Cease and Luis, and then maybe. Oh god, man! Talk about a guy they're tired of. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna trade those guys, consider Kopek gone. But like, if you're not,
1: then you might as well hang on to Kopek. I don't know. Grandal, I mean, it kind of adds up there. I kind of get it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, CJ Crone and Randall Gritchik heading to the Angels. Angels are, if you had any doubts, they're all in. They're making moves. They're trying to show uh, Otani. Look. If not this year, we're trying to prove to you that next year would be worth it. So,
1: yeah, like we're trying to prove, like, hey, if we're in the hunt, we'll 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 gamble. We'll go get some dudes. I'm just, I, there's a lot going on with that lineup, a lot going on with that roster. Like I understand depth, but just running through like the infield. Fully healthy. Renjifo, run, run me, Rendon, me Eduardo Escobar, Brandon Drury, CJ Crone, the young shortstop Neto, Mustakis.
0: Oh yeah. I forgot about him.
1: Andrew Velasquez.
0: What's going on here? Wait, what a you you forgot um? What's his name? With the Yankees. Uh, come on, dude. <laughs> what? Well, I'm blanking on this guy's name. I can I wanna, see his I face. I want to
1: watch you struggle.
0: In my mind, I always paired him with Glady. Gio Urshela? Yeah. He's done
1: for the year. I think he's done for the year. He's on the 60-day, I believe.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah, you were saying Everybody fully healthy, that huh? I
1: named Fully Healthy, like with... 10 or 15 day IL within reason. Yeah. Like you will be back eventually. Um, yeah, it's just like, it's, it's a lot going on. The Gritchick move makes sense, made sense to me because you talked about like really well-timed trades. I think they knew this, but Ward getting smacked in the face with a, with a fastball or whatever that was, um, that like for that to be immediately go to the 60 day, I think they it said might he had multiple, the yeah, multiple fractures in his face. So like the the Gritchick move made a lot of sense to fill that. The Crone part of it, I'm I'm like, I don't hate it because Crone's got juice. He's been in LA before. Talk about a reunion. So it's just like the there's a there's a ton going on in this area. In this specifically specifically in the infield and talking about how the DH spot is off limits. Like you're not going to be able to rotate guys into that.
0: I think that's where we're going. I think that's where we're going wrong though, is when you, when you present this conversation with the qualifier of fully healthy, I think the angels credit to them. And we've talked about it. Their self, I think their self-awareness has improved drastically over the last couple of years where it's like, okay, we have glaring holes we're not good at long-term contracts. We need to adjust the way we do things. We need to go out and, and make moves that make sense for us, both in sure. the short-term and the long-term. I think they can look at their team, their their roster, and go, we can't look at this as though there's any hope of being fully healthy in August, in September, and potentially October. So for them to add add a piece that maybe doesn't make sense with you know, overextending your depth. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe for 29 other teams, you are overextending your depth. But I think when it comes to the Angels, you're simply just adding depth. Because left and right guys are be be, dropping like I, flies.
1: Either these guys are going to get moved or there's going to be something that comes out. Like one of them is done for the year. Drury or Rendon, I think they're going to be done for the year. It has to, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then like Mustakis, do you DFA him?
0: Yeah, that could be coming.
1: But he's not been terrible. 773 OPS this year.
0: Nine home runs. Yeah, but you can get that from you can get that from a young guy. You can get that like Right. If you get to a point where you're you're not doing anything worth talking about this year if, if you're out of the hunt then use that spot for somebody else get again add to the add to the conversation that you're having with Shohei of like hey these are some of the the guys that are in the mix for next year that we yeah. think can help make a difference
1: yeah it I guess just a little confused curious to see what happens Here's to see if they're if they're done or not.
0: I mean, i I would feel kind of greedy if I'm a if I'm an Angels fan, looking at the moves that have already been made and they're like, "Yeah, this is good, but like, give me just a little more." Mm-hmm. But if you're the Angels, you're looking around and going, "I mean, we." we made moves. We didn't sell. We didn't throw in the towel. We didn't let show hate walk out the door. Possibly another place for Flaherty too.
1: Yeah. Like a cheap rotation piece.
0: You think, you think Flaherty ends up, where are we talking about? LA? You think he ends up there though?
1: Yeah. It's kind of my feelings.
0: Yeah. Isn't he from that area? Yeah, I think so. I think he's a SoCal guy. Yeah. Interesting. And obviously, when I say L.A., I'm talking Dodgers. But, yeah, I mean, potential landing spot for sure. We'll just see. We'll have to see whether or not they're done. A couple others here. Carlos Santana. This was going back into last week. Uh, I think this was shortly after we finished last episode. Uh, Brewers pick up. Uh, Carlos Santana from the Pirates it's just the most
1: predictable underwhelming Brewers trade deadline every year every year they go add a bat nothing against Carlos Santana but it's like you're just doing that to do it I don't are you getting a ton out of that? Is that gonna is that gonna really get put you over the edge?
0: I don't think I don't think we talked about it, but the the whole rowdy Les thing with his oh was it, like his toenail or something or no his fingernail. I don't know about that. What was that? He apparently tore a fingernail on a chain link fence while shagging BP. Ooh. Has like a forearm injury as well, I think. So I, they were using this as a way to kind of fill in for that but like it's even then it's not yeah. it's it's such a Brewer's move yeah it's annoying they annoy me we know the most we know.
1: lukewarm team of all time whatever
0: <laughs> there you go I was wondering what you were doing I'm sitting here, dude. I've already told you I'm not I'm not controlling the soundboard. Don't know where that's coming from. I don't know if that's from like a remote location. Possibly. In the Middle East. I don't know. Possibly. Don't know who's watching us right now, but it's not. It is not I. Um lastly here. Nikki Lopez. The real takeaway for me for this move is. Is Charlie Culberson DFA'd yet again? This poor man. Nicky Lopez picked up from the Royals in exchange for left-hander Taylor Hearn. Uh, but as I said, Charlie Culbertson DFA'd again. I saw a lot of comments talking about, we'll see in a week, Charlie. I'd, it's possible. I don't know if he's going to... You never know. He's going to clear waivers who knows but I think safe to say the Charlie Culberson era and Atlanta is uh that 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 book has been closed what a brutal way to end it too
1: what a brutal just turn of events throughout the whole time just a series of events just a roller coaster
0: uh Nicky Lopez hitting 210 with three triples and 13 ribbies in 67 games for the Royals this year. Uh, That's at the time of the move. Um, He's a career 248 hitter with. What? What? He's a career 248 hitter with five home runs and 119 RBIs. Sounds about right. He's averaging a home run a year. Hit my quota. That's all I got. Uh, he can play, he can bounce around in the infield. He can play a little second, play a little bit short. Um just wait, dude. Just wait. He'll
1: pop off. He'll have four jacks in the postseason and be yep. a hero.
0: Oh, yeah. It's what they yep. do. It's what they do. Trying to see here. Um Taylor Hearn going to the Royals, not that anybody really cares, but just just uh, closing out this transaction. Uh, he had one outing with the Braves after his contract was purchased uh, from the Rangers on Monday. Has a 14 3 ERA and five outings between the two clubs this year. Yikes. 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 In 93 appearances over the last five seasons, twenty that includes 25 starts, he is twelve and fifteen with a five 2 six, so hmm. about as a low caliber deal as you can yeah. you can draw up for these two clubs. But as you said, the I Braves think that speaks
1: to our deadline. By the way, it's it's been yeah a little underwhelming. Yeah, outside of a couple names.
0: Now, I'll be honest with you, I don't have much optimism for the next twenty four hours either. So I don't. I don't have a ton either. It's just, it's, it's, I, I could probably, I, I'd probably venture to say that it has nothing. Well, it has little to do with the names that have been made available or like who, you know, like with, with yeah. contracts, who's going to, who's heading to free agency rentals, this and that. And I feel like it has so much more to do with the fact that the league, we've talked about it. The league has been flipped on its head this year. Yeah with just teams that are still on the hunt teams that are already dropped out yeah, and looking ahead to 2024 and it's just throwing the whole system off. And I think a lot of these teams are still, are still reeling from the reality that has either just recently been broken to them or they've known for the last month or so that this just isn't their year. And they're trying to pick up the pieces and, and figure out the best way to move forward. Like do we suck now? Should we sell? Should we just chalk this up as a fluke and and prepare ourselves for next season? I don't know if that's the case, but I would think that there's gotta be a little bit of a correlation there between the two. Hundred percent. It's gotta be. Teams that are still
1: in striking distance. What bugs me is I don't want to see those teams that are in striking distance not do anything.
0: Can you give me an example?
1: Cubs if you're not going to sell, then you should buy. But if you're going to hold on to belly, you're going to hold on to Strowman. You can do little moves. You can get sure. little pieces. You don't have to do a bunch of splash, but you can go. And it's like, I, I don't love when they're like, Hey, we're going to hold on to these guys because we're doing well, but we're not going to do anything in return.
0: We're not going to add that part bugs me. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. I see it I can see it both ways, sort of, to where it's like Yes, if you're not gonna get rid of those guys and you are gonna go in on on a on a run, then just add. Like that's the common yeah. sense answer. But yeah. on the flip side, for a good a good chunk of time here, people have been speculating like ahead of this uh what was it? Was it eight straight for them? Right the yeah. for the Cubs? Yeah. Yeah, they'd won eight straight ahead of that. People were wondering, like, oh, like, I don't know if the Cubs have if this thing's got the legs. Like, Cubs are going to sell. Cubs should sell. Cubs should sell. And you've got these names that have been out there. You've got Stroman on the table. you got a guy like Belly on the table. I feel like in your head, if you're the Cubs front office, you've almost just resigned to the fact that you're selling these guys. But then you make you go on this eight game eight game run, and all of a sudden you're in a position to make a run at this thing. Yeah, and you pull those guys off the table. That almost in a weird way that almost has to feel like an ad, right? Because you you've been going about this for the last month or so, thinking like, yeah, I mean, we've been all we've been doing all right, but. When rubber hits the road, come They're just come the turn with of the this calendar. stuff, dude. Like yeah, you know, last I mean, year I agree. with
1: Ian Happ, like the hugs, and then he stays, and it's like I
0: and Contreras as well. Yeah, yeah I mean,
1: it's, it's just it's just odd. I yeah, I'd like to see, but I mean, there's teams that like they need to do something. The Yankees, the Red Sox, the Mariners the Phillies, the Diamondbacks, the Cubs, the Padres. You're saying in either direction. Just Choose. Something Just go one way yeah. or the other. Yeah. Do something. I think it's a missed opportunity for... For definitely like the Mariners. I think it's a missed opportunity for the Mariners. To not sell. Yeah. Yeah. Like sell. Sell. If you feel like you're out of it, you're out of it. But don't just sit here and like hope that something happens. Try to get something for somebody. Phillies, go get somebody. Go get something. Yeah, you need you need a little something. Padres, they're a little weird because <laughs> like you can sell, yeah. but yeah, like you gotta you still have to have that asking price. Like you can't give up. Soto for a bag of chips like you you still have to ask for that and if teams aren't willing to give that up then there's only so much you can do
0: they have Padres haven't quite caught the Steve Cohen bug yet where they're they're willing to rip the band-aid off on this season I think they're still holding out hope especially after sweeping the Rangers which god it's got to feel weird too I just got done we we talked about it I just got done talking about how the Padres treat them like the Mets and then they just go out and, and pull off a series like this. It's yeah. it, it just further extends their limbo, which I hate. But yeah. whatever. Get out of limbo. Punt or go for it.
1: Choose. But stay out of limbo. I'm projecting my, my Yankee frustration <laughs> on the rest of the league. But hey,
0: still. I, I get it. Uh, you did mention the Red Sox and last thing before we get out of here, I saw that reports about the Red Sox being open to possibly moving for Dugo, which I just think is hilarious because at that point you'll have Connor Wong as the remaining piece of the Mookie Betts deal. Connor Wong. I
1: don't, I don't like it. I don't, I don't think that makes a ton of sense.
0: Does not make sense. I don't know, dude. What I mean, whatever. (laughs) Like, I know, I know Mookie came out, I think, I think it was on his podcast recently where he was talking about, like, I know nobody wants to believe it, but I wanted to spend my career in Boston. I'll go to my grave not believing that to be the case. I, dude, was just waiting to make it to free agency to collect his bag and he didn't care if it was in Boston or elsewhere. So, I don't need to hear the whole, like I wanted to be a Red Sox lifer. No, I don't, I don't need to hear that. However, like, either if you're Boston, ship him out and get something worth like having for years to come and have it, like having something that'll contribute to the overall success of your team
1: mm-hmm.
0: or just Pay him what he's asking for to keep him, even if he doesn't necessarily want to stay here for the rest of his career. Show him, give him the money that will convince him otherwise. I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> it, we, we've shared a lot of the same experiences over the last few years, I, yeah. I will say. In that yeah. regard, it's true.
1: I d I don't know why. Why move him? I don't understand. Do you have any other I mean James Paxton I guess? Yeah. You don't you don't move Bayo. You gotta hold on to him.
0: No, 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 of course not. I mean I, I, I will say it's just one series. You you were able to at least get one one game this weekend, but I just would have loved I feel like vibes are really high coming into the series with the Giants. I would have loved to see you come out of there with a series win. Think you've got the Mariners, uh, I believe tonight. Um, I don't know. I just would have loved to seen that, and that would have felt better about any moves that take place over the next twenty four hours. But, I mean, all in all, vibes are still do high. Something, there. Just, just yeah, do just something. Stay just out of this. Something. One foot
1: in, one foot out. BS. I
0: hate it. I like I said, they, they. Heim kind of got back into my good graces a little bit with that KK move. You just talk about ripping a bandaid off. Just do what you got to do to to close that book. And my hope was that you know the dominoes would continue to fall here, but we're we're still waiting to to see if and when they'll do anything. I don't know. We'll see. That's all I got. Did I bring your vibe down a little bit today?
1: No, I'm still. I bring I'm, you down?
0: No, I, I'm still in a good place. I, I'm still in a good place. I I watched a lot of baseball this weekend. I, I will admit it's been a while since I've been able to watch that much baseball. So that was that felt good. I feel like the 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 juice is coming back a little bit. So, you know, if the Sox go on to do something special this this home stretch, I'm all for it. If not There's a lot of good storylines around baseball right now that are, that'll be worth turning, tuning into. Yeah. And I will say, I think baseball fans would agree. Did you see the uh, last thing before we get out of here? Did you see the report about this weekend? I think it was, was it Saturday?
1: I think it was Saturday up like
0: 9% or something like that. It was like the highest, like uh, attendance record of any like Saturday. I don't even remember what the details of it were, but like, Vibes are up across baseball for fans, regardless of who you're following. Um just in terms of attendance. So, you know, that's that'll be my closing message for today. If the team you're following is out of it, if your team if the team that you're following is in limbo right now and you're frustrated with the the lack of commitment one way or another, whether to buy or to sell. Look elsewhere around the league for some for some relief from that because there's a there's a lot we just talked about it. League's been flipped on its head this year. There's a lot of teams in contention this year that I think will be worth following down the stretch. Uh a lot of good uh storylines to follow from a player's perspective mm-hmm. in terms of uh you know, just feel good stories or statistical uh pursuits here. So Give we're in a good a- place. We're in a good place. Before
1: we go, give me one name that you would bet your kidney that they will get moved before the deadline. Doesn't have to be a sexy name. Just a a name that you know will not be sticking
0: around. Honestly, I feel like I I know it's a little biased here. We just got done talking about it, but I feel like it's somebody on the Red Sox. I I really think it's either going to be if they're smart, it's either going to be if they're smart, I would move I would move Duvall before I moved Paxton because mm-hmm. like I said, if you move DeVal, you give the nod to Jaron Duran who's been playing really well and you clear up a little bit of a log jam that you got out there. You already did it with Kiké. You so got I'm rid of Duvall, that huh? that unnecessary weight ship out the vol and you're going to in my opinion you're in a, a much better spot all right
1: i'm gonna go oh michael lorenzen that's what i'm gonna do there you go I like yeah that. the tigers i mean like look it's either him or erod but erod has a little bit of a bigger contract i think so sure yeah, I I would say Lorenzen has looked good all year. Well, since he's been back, he's looked good. Yeah, and like like we were talking about, like we're we're basically down to just like middle to bottom rotation guys uh, as far as availability goes. So yeah, I think there's quite a few teams interested in him. I could see him anywhere, L.A. Either L.A. You could see him in Houston. Yeah, I can see him yeah. being moved.
0: I like it. That's uh, that's all I got. Assuming that's all you have. Uh, yeah. We'll see you guys Thursday. Uh, I don't know what the deal is for this Bleacher Report thing. I don't know where we're going to be, but if that information becomes available, you can catch us tomorrow. It should be around noon, I believe. We're going to be streaming from somewhere. Yeah, on something. On something somewhere, talking about something. Uh, we'll we'll uh, get that info out to you guys if you're interested. In it's
1: definitely noon wherever it is, noon Eastern,
0: noon Eastern tomorrow. Um, going over some deals. So we'll see you guys there. But if not, we'll see you guys Thursday. And uh, again, cut us some slack with any deals that happen from now uh, until our next recording, because. Here in about ten seconds, this episode will be over.
1: Yeah, let's get out of here before another before another deal happens. Or let's get out of here so another deal happens.
0: Correct. That's get the ball of, rolling. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, thank yeah, us it, later.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Don't go chasing curveballs.
0: We love y'all and as always looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.